from Lane Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. Right in front, too. Just make sure to get a bunch of spin like all over the mic. Yeah, I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University Beers with the Brewers. All right, welcome everybody to the Thursday, May 13th edition of Land Grant University Presents Beers with the Brewers, coming live from the Land Grant Beer Garden here on 424 West Town Street in Franklinton. Nice li- live and in-person recording again. So with mm-hmm. this week. Big audience out there today. <laughs> yeah, Big audience yeah. out there. Standing yeah. room Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the newly renovated beer garden. So uh, I'm Adam. Uh, this week we have Chris Helderman. Hello. Walt the Keys. That was a good Mark impression yeah. there. Got it. And uh, Dan Schaefer. Are you blanking there? Yeah. Ahoy. Well, I didn't know if Walt was going <laughs> to say if he was going with anything more on uh, uh, Mark. Mark is uh, on vacation out East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um so give him the week off. He didn't have to phone in, though. We could probably call him and see what what beers he's enjoying out. Yeah, he'd probably people love always, that. Yeah, people always love the vacation uh, call in on beers at the brewers. <laughs> but um, yeah, this week we are talking about uh, new the newest version of uh, an old favorite here at the brewery, Mister Balloon Hands. This time with peach. So this is a tart ale with peach. <laughs> Our three bold points are tart. Refreshing and peachy. Peachy with an exclamation, exclamation point. point. So, um, yeah. What do you guys? Uh, let, let's uh, let's, let's, ta- let's talk about this beer. Yeah, I gotta get the old sound effect there. Yeah. I'm it's, about done with this experimental hazy uh, warm up beer, and now I'm gonna switch to Mr. Balloon Hands. Yeah. So this is um, kind of a take on Peach Basket from is that two years ago. No, that was last, no, last year. year. Pandemic. Oh, oh, it seems yeah. like two, two years ago. Yeah. So um, seems like ten years ago, but yeah, it was just last year. That was our big release for the uh, for March Madness. Yes, March right. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we thought uh, a sour version of that beer would be um, really good. Originally, I think a peaches and cream type of beer was the idea, but we had been putting out quite a bit of stuff with uh, lactose and vanilla, and I wanted this to sort of stand on its own with the fruit. So uh, this is a Justin recipe. Um, pretty straightforward. Some Swain pills, um, white wheat, a little dextrose. Uh, the fruit is a combo of equal parts peach puree, apricot puree, and white peach puree. So um, as we've discussed on here before, um, peach is pretty thin um, in terms of juice. And uh, apricot... Um, when you ferment it out, really does give you the impression of uh, peach, when, particularly when you blend it with peaches. So this More is, so um, than actual peach does. Right. Uh, so we used uh, our the Berkling, Berk, Berkling, Berkley uh, Hills uh, Sour Yeast Blend. So it's a Lacantia strain that um, sours as it uh, ferments, um, something we're messing around with still. Um, can't even remember if I said it before, but 4.4% ABV and a scant, yeah, I forget. It was less than 10 IBUs. That's usually what it is for 
for uh, sour beers here at Land Grant and a uh, little, just enough tetanang to, uh, you know, let the TTB leave us alone. We did do something uh, cool on this. Um, did a little post uh, fermentation acid dosing just to um, brighten it up a bit. So we wanted to sort of reinforce the, the peachiness. So peaches are about 50% quinic acid and 25% each of uh, citric and malic. Uh, quinic acid is the bitter stuff that you get like in a uh, like a red delicious apple. Um, also think quinine, which is tonic water. Right. Um, so very bitter. Uh, also not produced commercially for, you know, food grade applications. And also we didn't want to put that in there. Um, so we did dose in um, equal parts of uh, citric and malic acid. Um, citric, obviously, the uh, major acid in citrus fruit. And uh, malic is the super, super sour um, acid that um, they use to make warheads and stuff of that ilk. So um, it was a nice beer before, uh, but it just, uh, the extra acid just kind of makes it pop uh, a little bit more. And it's weird how smelling the before and after acid dosing, how it just, um, the one with the acid smelled more like peaches. Uh, it's just kind of cool. Yeah, you, de- you definitely get a great peach uh, ar- aromatics in this beer. Is this the first time we've used this uh, Berkeley Hills sour yeast blend, or have we used that on other? This would be the second. Second time. Sour be fun time, and then this. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's. Um, I know we've used some of the other uh, new souring yeast blends before, and I definitely don't get. You, you mentioned the warheads, but I feel like. Um, some of the other ones that we've done had that flavor of really intense uh, souring where this is a lot more balanced and, and fits the profile really nice. Yeah, and it's also, you do get a different impression um, from lactic acid, which is the, the major acid produced when we do um, these, you know, your kettle sours, your quick sours. That is the, the major acid is produced along with a little bit of acetic. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued, and I've heard other sort of mixed culture brewers that use fruit um, talk about this, about getting the acid blend right in their final product to create the the impression that they want. And it's something I think we should play with uh, a little bit more in the future. Yeah, but using these souring yeasts as opposed to kettle souring, we have been getting a lot cleaner cleaner beers coming out, um, which if you know anything about brewing and kettle souring, we're not boiling uh, the bacteria for however long we would boil those, um, and so that always helps. But uh, I'm I'm very happy with uh, with the, the souring that's been going on here. Yeah, there was a funk. This, uh, this is a lot cleaner. Yeah, it lives up to its refreshing uh, keyword there. When is this? Uh, when is this release? Next week. Next week, yeah. Oh, that's this is going to be perfect for the weather turning mm. in the beer garden. I think this weekend <laughs> weather report. I wasn't on last week, but this weekend it's going to be. We had no idea what the weather was I like. Know, uh, it's going to be in the seventies. Uh, finally, late spring is returning, so I could I could see crushing a few of these out in the beer garden here uh, in the nice new shades of the of the the shade of the new trees. So. I uh, guess my question for all of you guys uh, is... How questionable is this? Interesting question.
question. I would say highly crushable. Um, but even still, I mean, it is tart. And so that cuts into the crushability a little bit for me. I mean, it's it's real light and refreshing, but I think I think like mm, I think I top out around three with these sour beers. That's not a knock on its crushability; it's just uh, just the tartness. That heartburn will get you. Yeah, I don't mind the heartburn. Yeah, I'll, I'll go five before it starts Whoa. eating the lining of my esophagus. <laughs> yeah. No, I would say this beer is uh, pretty temperature dependent. I could definitely down uh, three of these, no problem, in weather like today, which is, what, 65? So I think I think the high today was 60, actually. Okay. Um, but if you're up uh, up around 80, yeah, this is a five or six crusher for me. All right. So, what, what so we'll you, say a five. You're saying a five? I'm going <laughs> to... So a three. I'm going to go with a... I'm going to go with a four. I thought four, I think, with... I agree with Walt on some of the sours. I do get where uh you kind of get it feels like it's um eating away at the enamel on your teeth but not as much on this one um so let's see that puts it at 17 divided by four i can't do that in my head so we're gonna get the calculator out four one two uh it's not zero nope so 4.25 4.25 four and a quarter yeah i really brought things down there sorry guys well it's over a four now, Walt, this is a new design on the Mr. Balloon Hands can. Um, mm-hmm. I know we've we've mixed it up a bit with the strawberry lavender, um, and then obviously each time it kind of goes with the the color profile of the fruit. But yeah. even even the new newer design yeah. layout too. Yeah. So this will be we talked about El Bravado last week. That was kind of the first beer out there with the new can template. Um, kind of mixing things up with. Uh, the way things look on the shelf, and uh, if you're interested on in hearing about that, go back to last week's episode, El Bravado, when we get into that. But uh, yeah, this one. Uh, so we've done we've done Mr. Balloon Hands several times at this point. Um, we've done the straight, just uh, Berliner Weiss. We've done Strawberry Lavender. We did uh, Peach Plum um, at one point. Uh, Chris is pointing oh, out okay. that I've that Mr. Balloon Hands looks a lot like uh, John <laughs> okay. from the Daily Growler. I thought, I, I thought you were pointing out a, type, a typo in no, the label John or something. Jr. I got nervous. Uh, um, but, yeah, he kind of does, yeah. Fitting that uh, that old uh, John Jr. was the one who knocked our Mr. Balloon Hands down at an anniversary party and broke his little sweet arm off. Lost my train of thought. Yeah, so we've done we've done Mr. Balloon Hands several times, but just a straight Berliner and uh, several uh, different fruited varieties. Um, I just thought it was time to kind of give it an update. And so Bonnie did this label, kind of pumped up the like psychedelic surrealness of it and uh, sort of modernized and cleaned up the, the illustration of uh, Mr. Balloon Hands himself as well um, and gave him some, some peach balloon hands. His suit is a little looser, I see. Uh, well, he's, he's lost some weight during the pandemic, actually. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a light beer, so it's a... Uh, He's always he's always losing weight. He's floating a little higher than normal. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really like how this label turned out. And uh, I guess spoiler alert: look, you can look for another variation on this coming in a couple months. One that we did last summer that uh, also looks really gr- great as well. But uh, is that the strawberry lavender? The strawberry lavender again? will come Patty back. Patty D's yeah. recipe. Mm-hmm. That was a big hit last summer, and uh, at the anniversary party before that, I believe. And uh, yeah, so that'll that'll be great. And uh, yeah, Mr. Balloon Hands, fun brand, fun beer. Uh, 
just kind of goofy and, and weird. And uh, I think the label uh, reflects that. So, yeah. Awesome. So nice job, Bonnie, on the label. All right. Well, anything else about about this beer here, uh, Mr. Balloon Hands? Any closing thoughts on the beer? No. I think it, uh, I think it really is. <laughs> we've always talked about it as being sort of boozy lemonade, and I think this one really especially kind of encapsulates that concept. This, this is your brunch beer, just so everyone knows. You just and, and don't look back. And not that boozy. It's only, what, 4.4. Yeah. 4. You're going to be fine. But yeah. um, I guess boozier than just normal lemonade. Yeah, there, there is, in fact, alcohol in yeah. this. All right. Well... Yeah, come down uh, and grab it. Uh, grab it next week. Yeah, uh, and uh, you could maybe. Well, I guess you can't have one just yet. I don't know. Ask your bartender. Maybe they'll sneak in the back and get you one. <laughs> but uh, but we got all kinds of fun stuff coming up. I guess this is the time. Is this the time that we transition? Into I mean, that's exactly what uh, the next transition was. Yeah, uh, beer garden music series and it's full swing. Um, well, actually. The last couple had to be uh, postponed for weather, so I guess it's not full swing yet. But weather's looking great this weekend. Um, so we got live music on Thursday and Sunday this week. Uh, Shaw Brothers here Sunday night. Or sorry, Thursday night, um, six to six to nine or so, and then uh, Sunday the Robert Mason Trio uh, play here in the afternoon around three. Yeah, and then uh, we got a bonus live performance this Friday. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this uh, on the release day. Uh, it's Franklin's and Friday, and this year we're actually hosting the official Franklin's and Friday uh, music performances here on the in the beer garden, and we're doing a cool thing where uh, we're taking a, one of our experimental pilot batches. Yeah, we're partnering with the Franklin's Arts District and local artists to uh, feature their art on a can release. So uh, tomorrow. Um, in the beer garden, we're featuring Jazzy Okami's art, and uh, it's on an experimental high, hazy IPA, which I had right before this recording. That's pretty tasty, um, and you, so you'll see her art featured on that can. And uh, we've got um, a live performance from Red Healer here Friday night. Um, and then uh, with every Friday, Franklin's and Friday, there's always got all kinds of fun stuff going on in the neighborhood um, across the street at 400 yeah, Look Fresh at some art. Uh, Buy some art. Idea Foundry, uh, Vandrelli Room. Yeah, come on down, have a beer, walk around, check some stuff out, buy some art, um, support your uh, local art scene down here in Franklinton. So um, that's going to be going on every, it's what, the, fir- the second Friday of every month. Um, and we'll be hosting music and releasing a special uh, uh, beer for each of those through the summer. So we're really excited about that. And uh, yeah, tomorrow's the first one. So come check that out. And our usual stuff's always going on. Tra- Travia, Trivia Tuesdays. Um, Heads up for folks uh, that... Um you know, maybe want to come down oh, for yeah. an after work beer next Monday, Monday, uh, May 17th. Uh, this will be the second time ever that uh, voluntarily we're closing down the tap room. Uh, we're going to be doing a land grant staff retreat down in the Hocking Hills. So we're going to have a little fun uh, with uh, most of the staff. Should be a good time. Uh, I, the only other time that we closed the tap room voluntarily was for the uh, crew, Columbus Crew Christmas party back in uh, 20. 15. Yeah. And uh, old Anthony Precourt tweeted at us, that was a great time. We'll be, I'll be back there often. And then <laughs> he never came and back. Moved to and then he moved to Austin. Moved to yeah. Austin. So, so um. we're sorry. The podcast you are listening to had technical difficulties. 
Tune in next week for a fresh episode of Beers with the Brewers. Thank you for listening. Remember to tip your bartenders. is crazy. <laughs>